God works in us. He works through us. Good morning, Christian America. If you didn't know that by now, I'm about to blow your mind when I tell you that God is working through you. He's inside of you. He's at work shaping you. He's turning you into the person that he wants you to be. He's moving you in the direction that he wants you to move. He is turning you into the person that he wants you to be mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, psychologically. He's driving you in the direction that he wants you. He's placing you in the perfect position for you. Why would he do that? For his works, for his will, at his pleasure. If we choose to seek Christ, if we choose to believe in him, if we choose to seek him and to chase after him and put away all of our selfishness and listen intently, there's no limit to what he can accomplish through you. There is no limit to what you can accomplish through faith in Christ. So let's talk about that and more this Monday. It's time to get inspired. It's time to get moving. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Welcome to the Good Morning Christian America podcast. Eddie here with the Christian American community and the Christian American t-shirt company. Welcome to the only podcast that's by Christian Americans for Christian Americans. What we try to do here, what we try to talk about here, what we try to inspire here is to use our lives as an example. Use us, our bodies, our minds, our works, our deeds, our families to use ourselves for God's mission, for Christ's mission, mission, to be an example, be the light of the world that Christ calls us to, to be the salt of the earth, which Christ calls us to, to work and think and move and speak on behalf of him. May he be in our minds. May he be in our mouths. May he be in our hearts. May he be in our hands and in our feet. And today we're going to talk about specifically the hands and the feet. May he, maybe he, may he be in the, uh, in the works that we do, that we shape our lives, that we uh, impact other people's lives and do so with him in mind, do so with, uh, with God at the forefront of our thoughts, on the tips of our lips, in our mouths when we speak, how we act and how, uh, and, and how we represent the uh, Christian American community, how we interact with one another, how we communicate with one another, how we um, fellowship with one another, how we build the Christian American community because we put Christ first in our lives and we try to live up to that example. We have to live up to the, to the standard which Christ calls us to. It's not an easy one, but it's not supposed to be an easy one. It's supposed to be difficult. And it's in these difficult times where we find strength in Christ that we know that we can't do uh, the works necessary. We can't be the people necessary. We can't um, uphold any standard. We can't be the light of any world. We can't be the salt of any earth on our uh, on our own volition, at our own will. It takes his strength. It takes his might to lift us up in those times of despair and those times of challenge and in uh, those times that we face obstacles. But make no mistake about it. We are his tools. 
And if you follow the podcast, if you follow this podcast for the last few weeks, we've been talking specifically about being a leader in the community, being a an elder in the Christian American community, being a a standard bearer, someone uh, who sets the example, being the leader in your community, being the leader in your household, being the leader amongst our society. You can do that. We can do that. We are called to do that as believers in Christ, as individuals who put faith in Scripture and the Word that God has given us. We are called to do certain things. We are called to act certain ways. We are called to live certain lives. Each one of those things is different for each one of us out here. So there is no foolproof plan. There is no um, one-size-fits-all approach. The struggles that are going on in my daily life are not the same struggles that are going on in your daily life. They And they aren't supposed to be. We're different people at different places at different times and at different times in our lives. But what what is common amongst those is that God is always present, that Christ is always here. He's always shepherding us through the times that are the hardest. He's always guiding us through the times where there is most struggle. And it's our responsibility to recognize that, to live as if Christ is watching you as he's standing or sitting right beside you, when you're speaking as if he's listening to you, when you're acting as if he's watching you, because he is. He is always present. And our responsibility in this world as elders is to both know that and then act accordingly. And when I mean act accordingly, I don't just mean in a manner, uh, act towards yourself and be self-consumed with whatever sin or struggle that you are facing and the things that you are not supposed to do. I'm talking about all aspects of your life. The work that you do. The actual employment that you that you partake in as well as the parental parental example that you set how you raise your kids how you treat your spouse how you treat your your family your uh your mother and father your grandmother and your grandfather how you treat them in their old age how you treat the young ones in their young age, how you interact with people in and around your community and strangers. All of these things should be acted upon as if Christ is watching. Scripture talks over and over about Christ being inside you, being with you. Philippians 2.13 says, For it is God who is at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. 
Let's talk about the works that we're doing. Some people are going to hear that phrase that I just said, talk about the works. And they're going to shoot back and say, Eddie, it's not about works. It's about faith. We're not saved through works. We're saved through faith. Absolutely. In Ephesians, Paul specifically says that. We are, it is not through works uh, that we are saved so that no one may boast, but through faith in Christ Jesus. Absolutely. But Scripture also says without, without works, faith is dead. Works are necessary. Works are necessary as instruments of Christ, as tools that he uses to enact his will across this world, to enact this will, his will across the span of time. He's always done it through people. He's always done it through humans. He made us for a specific reason. He's put us here for a specific purpose. We should be constantly seeking that out. And in the journey, in the process of seeking that out, the works that we do, that we, the things that we partake in, should also be geared toward that purpose that he has made us. It should be geared to the works that he has laid out in advance, as Ephesians points out, or as Paul in Ephesians points out. It's through those works, doing what's laid out in advance for you. It's doing what uh, benefits or, or pushes people in the right direction. Using the gifts, using the charisms that God has granted us through the Holy Spirit to do good works. You could be the best chef. Let's just take making food, right? Because people think of gifts. They think of uh, athletic gifts or uh, uh, singing, you know, the ability to sing or, and all these, you know, naturally talented gifts. Individuals who can cook. You could be the best cook in the world, but if you're not feeding the homeless, what difference does it make? And I'm not saying here that everyone who cooks food needs to cook for the homeless. But I'm using it as an example of the work when you do and you utilize the gifts that God has given you in order that you may bring Christ and the message of Christ and the love of Christ to others through compassion, through mercy, through grace. That's when you know you're in that right alignment that I talk so frequently about. When you're right aligned with what God has for you. He lives inside of you. That's why we make this t-shirt. It says God lives here because he does. He lives here. He lives in our hearts. If we allow him to, he, he, he dwells inside of us. He gives us strength when it's needed. He gives us compassion when it is needed. And he 
gives us peace when it seems like we're out of control. Isaiah 26, 12 says, Lord, you will establish peace for us. Since you have also performed us in all our works. He's working through you. He's living in you. Let's know that. Let's recognize that. I was stressing out recently about what the future holds for myself. Where does God want me in five years? Who am I supposed to be uh, speaking with in five years? Where am I supposed to be working in five years? What is my life going to be like in five years? I want to do this. I, 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 I'm seeking these things. I'm looking, for, looking out for these things for my family. Going, 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 going. And a good friend of mine pulled me to the side and he said, Eddie, you're doing it right now. You're doing it right now. You can't see the future. We can only see the past. Five years ago, did you imagine that you would be here today? Did you imagine, did you pray that you would be sitting where you are right now? Could you even conceptualize where you are right now? And my answer was honest. I said, no, I would have never thought that I would have come from where I've come to be where I'm at. God has put you here right where he wants you for a reason. We can't know the future. We can't know what lies ahead. But we can know that God is making us the person today that he wants to see in the future. So if we seek his guidance, if we seek his words, if we seek his intervention, if we seek his pathways, not for our own selfishness, not for our own ambitious nature not for our own lust for money or power or anything like that if we seek him and his path for us so that we may do his will so that we may lead others towards him so that we may build and cultivate a relationship with him and truly be that light of the world that can be seen from far away as, as an example of how to live and not hidden under a bush, bushel basket, not hidden inside the walls of your own home, not hidden inside the walls of your church or place of worship, but out there in the world, in the streets, living right, living for Christ, 
speaking the message unapologetically, unceasingly, fearlessly. You can be that salt of the earth that makes things, that makes life taste better, be better, more enjoyable. Because he's inside of us, working on us. Psalms 90 says, Let the favor of the Lord, our God, be upon us and confirm for us the work of our hands. Yes, confirm the work of our hands. Get out there this week. And let the Lord confirm the work of your hands. Let the Lord confirm the words of your speech. Let the Lord confirm the thoughts of your mind. Be ready and willing to accept the Holy Spirit when he sends it down upon you. And act In the manner in which he calls. Do the work. That's necessary to call yourself Christian American. And with that ladies and gentlemen. If, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community. We don't ask for donations. Donations uh, are, are something that we have not asked for. And we will not ask for. We ask for participation. Participate in the work. Participate in the Christian American community. And you can do that by going to ChristianAmericanTees.com and pick yourself up some Christian American apparel. That's tees, tanks, sweatshirts, hoodies, caps, uh, tote bags, and a whole assorted uh, uh, accessories uh, from ChristianAmericanTees.com. That's ChristianAmericanTees.com. That's ChristianAmericanTees, T-E-E-S, all one word, dot com. And pick yourself up some Christian American apparel. Continue to be a part of the Christian American dialogue by liking us, sharing us, commenting, uh, following us on all the major social media platforms. That's uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Parler, uh, TikTok. I mean, we put out Christian American content all the time, hopefully. You guys are getting something out of it. Hopefully that you're, you guys are able to pass along and share with your friends the content that we pass on to you. Meant to be inspiring, educational, and informational. And uh, feel free to, to leave comments and tell us what you're thinking. Tell us some, uh, give us some topics that you're interested in. Tell us uh, what you're going through in your life. And that way, that's how we develop not just a one-way conversation, but a dialogue between members of the Christian American community. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see each other at the end of the week uh, for the next episode of uh, the Good Morning Christian America podcast on Friday, where we continue our journey through the New Testament, through the book of Matthew. I believe we're going to start on Matthew 19 this week. So read up and prepare and 
I wonder what your thoughts are going to be. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until then, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.